Dave, what's up? What's going on? Hey, John. What's going on? How are you? Everything's great. To all of our listeners, all of our listeners, welcome to the third episode of our Big Time Closer podcast. This is Jonathan Miller. And as always, I'm here with my partner, Big Dave Martirosian. (laughs) (laughs) I could get used to that, Big Dave Martirosian. So uh, how's everyone doing? Welcome to the podcast. Um, So we have a very interesting topic today that we're going to discuss. It's something that I think me and John both dealt with. I know I've definitely dealt with this a lot, and I know a lot of salespeople deal with uh, this. How do you handle cold calling anxiety? What, you know, what is cold calling anxiety? Um, So with that said, John, let's just jump right into it, if you don't mind, unless you want to talk about, you know, weather out there in New York. I know it's pretty, pretty, pretty nice. You know, it's rubbing in my face. It's actually, today is actually like 32 degrees here. It's pretty, pretty damn cold. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome to my world. Nice. All right. Real quick, before we start or leading into it, what is cold calling anxiety? What does that mean? What does it mean to you? Uh, well, to me, cold calling anxiety, I think, is it is a fair. I, I, I don't know if I would say debilitating fear, but it's a fair, definitely a fear of just picking up the phone Really what it is, is a fear of just talking to strangers. It's really all it is. I don't think it has anything to do with the phone, you know, necessarily. I think it's just a fear of talking to strangers. And, um, you know, it's just something that I feel like we're all taught at a young age. It's just, you know, your parents tell you, just don't, don't talk to strangers. Yeah, true. You know, don't have a guy in a, a van giving you nice Valid candies point. or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. You know, don't don't, you know, talk to strangers. Don't don't listen to the guy and just whatever. So I think it's kind of like ingrained in us as children. Right. You agree? agree. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Great. Because I mean, I I think it's truth. Like, you know, you're told not to talk to strangers. I don't think it's necessarily a phone thing, but maybe there's an there's an extra element to it with the phone uh, that, you know, uh, is just there as well. So that's what it is. So you're talking about more of the, the beginner's level of anxiety? Because uh, once, you're, yeah. once you're in it, right? Once you're, I don't know, an, an official cold caller, let's say, lack of better terms, you still come up with, you still having anxious moments when it comes to having them pitch your ideas to strangers still, right? Yeah. So I, I still have anxiety when I cold call after 15 years of doing this. And being very successful at it and setting records at every place I've been at, closing multi-million dollar deals, I still have anxiety. And it's kind of ridiculous, um, you know, to think that you'd get anxiety from it. But again, I, I, I still think it's just something that maybe for me is just really ingrained that, you know, I, I don't know if it's nerves or what it is, but the fact that you're calling a stranger out of the blue, having a, you know, deal with you know, a random person trying to pitch him. You know what? I actually think it boils down to a couple of things. I think the first thing is number one, people are afraid of rejection, right? People are afraid of rejection. I think that's the number one, uh, number one thing. So it's just kind of like dating, you know, you go up to, uh, you know, a girl or, 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 you know, whoever guy, whatever, and you want to ask them out. 
you're scared, you're nervous, you're probably not going to do it because you're, you're thinking that they're going to reject you. So a lot of the times people will just hold back and not do it. And uh, it's the same thing with cold calling, no matter how many times you've done it, no matter how successful you've been at it. Uh, I think you still have that that sort of feeling of, uh, you know, the, the, those nerves and that that's what sort of creates that that cold calling anxiety. The number one thing I thing I think is the fear of uh, rejection. Am I right or wrong? I, I that's to me, that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it is rejection. It's um, it 100 percent it, uh, rejection because what else is there to fear? It's if someone hangs up the phone on you or says, hey, your idea sucks or, hey, you sound terrible. You know, there's, there's there's also the fear of the unknown. Maybe you're thinking in your head that this person's going to ask you if you're selling something, right? Questions you're not prepared is, for. Yeah, you're, they're, they're going to talk about things that you're not prepared for. Yeah. So um, all of those things, all of those things are, are is just fear. Yeah. Fear. But when you accept, man, if you accept... And I'm speaking just from experience. I never always thought this way. If you just accept that you may sound shitty, um, someone may hate your idea, someone will hang up on you, someone will ask tough questions that you cannot answer. If you just accept that, it relaxes you so much going into your calls. And the great thing, remember, especially with cold calling, well, that's what we're talking about, cold calling anxiety. If you embarrass yourself, you can't really embarrass yourself too much. Why? That person is never, ever, ever going to hear from you again. And guess what? They have no idea how you look. So that's that's your positive. Oh, the, the, another thing that I, I forgot to mention, the fear of judgment. And this is more like so if you're working with other people, people in the office, right? Yeah, people in the office or like if you're working from home and you're with like a spouse, whatever it is, fear, yeah, of, judgment, fear of judgment, fear of rejection, fear of uh you know, fear of the unknown. I, th- I think that's bigger than worrying about what the other person on what the person on the other line is going to think of. I think so, I too. Think about you. I, yeah. I think so, too. I think that's actually bigger. Th- that That's a good point for me. So, I think that's actually bigger, too. So I'm one, glad I one billion percent agree. One thousand percent. That's why a lot of people would rather not a lot, but that's why some people would rather um, present or pitch when no one is around. Yeah, I, I, I still I still I still do that. Uh, not that I'm trying to uh, shy away from it. If I have to do it around other people or my my wife who's here with me, I'll do it. But uh, I would prefer just being by myself. Really? Get out of here. I would have thought the opposite with you. I need to be around other people. Yeah, no, I, 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 I prefer being by myself, having just freedom to just do whatever and say what I need to say. And, you know, I, I, when I pitch, I like to be very animated and maybe I guess it's the fear of judgment or I don't, I don't even know what it is, but it's just like, I, I feel like I much prefer to do my pitching and, and sales with just me mm-hmm. and the customer. And that's it. So that is, that is cold calling anxiety. Cold calling anxiety is Worrying about what other people are near you, around you, are thinking of how you sound. That's cold calling anxiety. You know, you know what I you know what I usually do? When I catch myself wondering what other people think, I have to take myself into a completely, excuse my language, fuck you zone where 
I really have to trick myself into thinking I'm saying F you to everyone around me. It's like a defense mechanism, but it works so well. I remember one particular time, and this story is in one of our courses. One time, Dave, we had gone to a new office, right? Mm -hmm. And we were the only two new people there. Everyone else knew each other. I was in the zone of pitching, closing deals um, from our last office, like a day before. I did not want that. I did not want to leave that zone. You know how difficult it is to get in the zone and stay in there, right? So I wanted to get on the phones right away and just pitch my ass off. But I'm wondering what other people are thinking or are going to think when I start pitching. So what I do is this. This is my first time ever doing this. And it, it took me to it took me to cold calling heaven. Listen to this. I, told, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. So, again, I'm worried about what other people are thinking. Right. I go into the bathroom. I throw water on my face. I throw my headphones on. I'm staring in the mirror. I'm listening to a song uh, by Rob Bailey. I think he's a he's a rock star in a way. Rob Bailey. And the name of the song is um, Beast. And the hook of the song goes, Beast, Beast, I'm a motherfucking beast, Beast. And it goes on and on, right? Dave, <laughs> I'm looking into the mirror with my headphones on. And I'm, pun- I'm, I'm punching my chest like an ape. And I'm making the ugliest, scariest faces in this mirror. Luckily, no one's in the bathroom. I'm, I'm, my fangs are out. I'm not drooling, you know, but I might as I, I should have been. And I'm looking at the mirror yelling beast and nothing can stop me because for a split second, I honestly believed I was a real life beast. And I, I'm happy I didn't do this. I got what's, so a, what, what's a beast. <laughs> I, I pictured honestly a wolf with his fangs out, salivating blood on his face, attacking, eating into its prey. Right. Um, look, this is mental, but understand my point. Um, as soon as I leave the bathroom oh, before, before I left the bathroom, something overcame me. I'm happy. I didn't do this, but I wanted to punch the mirror. (laughs) Oh man, I did it. I'm still, you know, civil individual. (laughs) Anyway. So I walk out the bathroom. Someone's walking in. I automatically have a smile on my face because I'm, I'm full of, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy as ever. But inside is this burning rage to get on the phone and pitch. So I say hello. I have a smile on my face. I go to the office. I jump right on the phone. My very next phone call, um, someone who became, who, became, who became a client, he was on the ladder, hanging off the roof, saying, please call me back. I'm in the middle of work. That's not a metaphor. That, that's actually literally. Yeah, that was, yeah. He, was he was on the roof. Literally was on the, on the roof, hanging off the ladder. Right, right. Saying, please call me back. And I heard the hammer <laughs> bang. And I'm like, there was no way I was accepting that. My point is, I pulled out my inner beast mentality and it got rid of all my cold calling anxiety. And I didn't care what anyone thought. And obviously, I'm assuming they thought, you know, I was amazing. But all I had to do was trick myself. I know this is a long story, but all I had to do was just trick myself. So with cold, call, cold calling anxiety, find a way to, to trick yourself. And just go into a world where nothing exists but you and in your greatness, one on one. You and that's actually, you know, so that is actually how I deal with it. That's like the best way. Obviously, look, the best way is momentum, right? You just you keep doing it, and then the more you do it, the more the more and more you do it, uh, the less you're going to think about it. 
unless it's going to bother you. It's just like anything else you do. If you're doing something consistently, it's going to be good. You're not going to worry as much. But anyways, so what I like to do is I literally I put myself in like a trance state, kind of like you do. Same exact thing. I put myself in the zone and in my zone, there literally is no one else. I don't care if I'm around like 20 other people. Someone's right next to me, five, five feet away or two feet away or literally an inch away from me. I'll put myself in a zone where no, nothing else exists except for me and the person that I'm speaking to. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can see. Literally, my blinders are on. I don't see anything else. I'm laser, laser focused right. on me and the person that I'm speaking to. And that's it. And no matter, it's hard, right? You got to get used to doing it. It's something that you got to train yourself to do. Like you said, trick your brain. It's like but you were... It's like you were in a, in a meditative zone. Basically, yeah. Like you get into a, kind of like a meditative zone where, you know, it's just you and whoever you're speaking to and your, yourself and your greatness, like you said. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's really what it is. That's the main thing that will push you out of that, you know, uh, comfort or uncomfort zone of cold calling anxiety, especially if you're dealing with it right now. You got to just block everything else out. Um, and once and you're able to do that for like even an hour or 30 minutes or two hours, you're going to learn how to do it. And then it's going to yep. be there for you anytime you need it. Right. Dave, you know, you know what I'm thinking about? We, we, there was this one guy we worked with. He sat not far from where. When, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry when about we, that. Nah, that's, that's, it brings character to the podcast. When, um, I remember when, you, when I heard more character. <laughs> Talk to him. Maybe he wants. Uh, Wait, come here. Come on. You know what that, Dave, you know what that reminds me of? When um, I remember we worked with this person. He was not talented whatsoever. And you know what made him so talented? Like, I'm sorry. There was no natural talent. Let me rephrase. There was no natural talent. But what made him so freaking talented was he did not give a hell what anyone thought. All he did was pitch, 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 nonstop, all day, every single day, Saturdays, Sundays, going crazy. And the thing is, he wasn't the, like I said, he wasn't the most talented, but being that he just pitched all day, he got consistent results. The beauty of that is if you're worried about how other people may view you, if you work your ass off, no one can say anything negative about you. Like... I learned that in sales. If you work your behind off, there's no negative talk about you because you just work. Right. That I hear that. I, I want to interject real quick because uh, when I first started, you know, I wasn't the greatest. I was 18 years old and um, I sucked. Like I, 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 yeah, I was just I was really bad. But so when I started, I was a shy kid. I was always really shy growing up. So I just naturally had like sort of anxiety dealing with strangers and, and socializing like, you know, trying to be like a James Bond sort of type was something that I thought was impossible for me. Anyways, just to give you an idea, just to paint a paint a bit of a picture. Yeah, I, get it. So I remember when I first started and I was like a couple of months in into, you know, selling and I overheard uh, this guy next to me who's a senior guy. He was like. 15 years older than me. He's been doing it for a while. He said to my manager, he was like, this guy, Dave, 
he's never going to make it. He doesn't have what it takes. And so, you know, that thought. You, did is, you hear him say this? I heard. So I heard him say it. Yeah, I heard he him say talking to you over. He wasn't him. talking to me, Hello. but I think he did it purposely. He did it for me loud enough for me to hear mm-hmm. right in front of to my manager at the time. And um, people will not all the time, but sometimes people will say things and you just have to be prepared for that. Like you just have to understand that, you know, people are looking out, not, not everyone, but some people are looking out for their own interests. I don't know what this guy's, you know, intention was by, by him saying that maybe he was trying to motivate me because it was clear that I, I was able to hear it. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, you need to understand that these words, and that's why I said, and what John said earlier, when what you said earlier, John, was just like blocking shit out, putting on your blinders, and just zoning, zoning completely in on you and yourself and the prospect. Because at the end of the day, that's all there is to it. No one else matters. Nothing matters. All this other shit is just noise that is not going to help you to do anything. Yep. You know what helped us? when we were just working together, pitching like animals, every time before pitching, we would talk about the bigger picture. We would, we would either go to the roof of the office, take a walk around the block and just discuss the bigger picture. Where these leads, where these pitches, where these uh, accounts were gonna get us, the lives that we would have once everything comes through, we would always talk about the p- bigger picture. And that brought so much energy to our pitches. That eliminated a lot of anxiety as well. I agree. And, um, you know, like I said, I think that kind of speaks about the fear, also the fear of like the unknown, because, you know, if you don't know where this is kind of leading to as well, you're going to, and you don't know your numbers, you're not going to know why you're even doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you'll be going in circles. Yeah, you'll be going in circles and you you might make like a couple of really good calls and, and whatever and then take a break. And then there's no meaning. There's no meaning behind it. So then when it comes time, maybe three days later, you got to start cold calling all over again. You're like, you're just lost. You're scared. You're nervous and you're lost. And, you know, a, b- a big part of that is because you forgot your why. You forgot why you're doing this. In exactly. The place. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a that's a that's a valid point. When you know why you're doing this, you really don't care it's 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 tough to care about what other people are thinking when you're on your own personal mission right. your mission of destruction to take over the world <laughs> you don't really you just naturally care less about what other people think yeah absolutely quick question absolutely. Quick yep. question of all the years we worked together not qualifying but pitching a lot of the times before we started you would drink your monster energy take a walk around the block with your headphones come back and just jump straight on the phone and get a new account, like your first few calls. Was Were you combating anxiety or were you just getting into the zone? Or is that the same thing? That both. You- both. Okay. That, that's funny. It brings, brings back a lot of good memories. Yeah. So I was basically going around the block, listening to music. I never asked you, what the hell were you talking to yourself about? Uh, so, all right, I'll tell you right now. I was telling myself that I'm the fucking best. I closed huge deals. I closed multi-million dollar deals. There's no need to feel like a, like nervous or scared. I'm so good at what I do. 
And this is years yeah. in the business. This is years in the yeah, yeah. Right. This is like years, years later after you know all the stuff. So years later, I just I'd go around the block. I'd tell myself, I'm really I'm great at what I do. There's no need to feel nervous. Just go out there and just do it. Worst case scenarios, they say no. Doesn't matter. I'm still the best at what I do. I'm great. I'm going to provide a great service. And so I would go around the block a few times, tell myself that, listening to some music um, and uh, just come back up. And I remember a couple of these times in particular, like when I did it, I would literally go back up my first phone call, close a deal in like 10 minutes, five minutes. And then I'd be like, wow, why was I even nervous in the first place? Right, right. Why did I even have any anxiety? This was like, you know. And and it's important to stay in that in that zone because there's no thoughts of anxiousness in your body whatsoever. So just just continue with it. Yeah. So once you're in that zone, you got to just stick with it. Whatever, like, you know, whatever it is that you did to get there, just just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, that that really is the hard part is just really staying disciplined. And, and like I was saying earlier, the momentum. Um, so for me, especially for me, if I stop for a day or two, even, 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 uh, you know, six hours or five hours, something like that, I will lose that momentum and that confidence. And then the anxiety will just come back. It's so easy to get out the zone, but so freaking difficult to get in it. Yeah. You can get out of it in no time. It'll take days to get in sometimes. Absolutely. Let, let me ask you, John. So what do you do? Uh, you know, if you let, let's say you don't call for a while. Right. And do, do you feel like your your anxiety, cold call anxiety starts to build up? Do you just feel like you're still good? You're going to close people no matter what? Uh, that's a good question. When I first got on the phones ever. Um, the re- and the reason I ask is this. So, you know, like I said, I, I'm, you know, grew up pretty shy, shy kid. And I kind of always had a bit of like anxiety with things and dealing with people. So for me, it's kind of a normal thing. Um, so for you, John, I, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't think yeah. you, you know, it it, it's, it's how you look at it. When I first came on, got on the phones, you gave me a script. You taught me how to say the script. I just left. I just graduated college. I was just playing football. So to go on the phone was nothing. I was not nervous. I, I didn't, I can care less. Why? No one was hitting me. <laughs> I wasn't going to get blindsided. I didn't have to do sprints. I wasn't going to almost die on the field. This was just, this was okay, cool. I'm happy to go on the phone. Um, as time goes on and 15 years later in the business or 15 years later, just in sales, if I don't, if time goes on, if I don't pitch, 100% anxiety kicks in. And the anxiety is people expect me to, and this is just in my head. No one's thinking this. People expect me to sound amazing. What if I don't sound amazing? And then I have to tell myself, shut the hell up. Just go on the phones and pitch. Uh, John, can I just yeah. say one thing? Yeah. That's exactly how I think too. I never <laughs> nice. spoke about this before. No, we haven't. We never spoke about this before, but I exactly feel the same way. Like, oh, people are, Dave is, is great. Like, he's so good at what he does. Um, He's going to fucking close. He's going to close the deal. <laughs> Your and reps then, expect you to sound amazing, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really it. So really, I guess, 
one of the mm -hmm. biggest things for the both of us is what other people think, right? The anxiety. Yep. You know what I would do? I would get to the office early before anyone's there and start pitching. I would try to get in the zone before anyone's around. By the time people do get in, I'm already in my, I'm already flowing, you know? That is the, yeah, that, that's one of the best things that you can do. Just start working. Hey, Dave. Start working before anyone has, a has the time uh, to judge you because they're yeah, not in yeah, the office right. yet get it all out just get it all out get all your 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 nonsense fares out of the way by doing it before anyone is there yep and a, and a couple pitches presentations in you're you're golden you know one thing i have to remind myself and i got this from football a lot of the time some people will ask you hey are you nervous going into this game um and it's not i'm not nervous that feeling that feeling I have inside of me is not nervousness, it's excitement. A lot of times we'll have a new product, a new idea, or just something we're just simply passionate about. And we can't wait to get on the phone to present it, right? Mm -hmm. That feeling we have inside is not, sometimes, a lot of the times it's not anxiety, it's excitement. And, and what you have to do is you have to, you have to identify that feeling and you have to morph it. You have to morph it in energy those jitters you have inside morph it into energy and just give it out in your voice in your presentations you know what i'm do i make sense right no i agree 100 percent. that that is that you know that is a common thing i agree with that it's like jitters jitters more so excitement jitters more than like anxiety but it's easy to think that that is just anxiety instead of just excitement. Um, I wanted to ask you something that, because um, I, 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 I think I've dealt with this before, but uh, do you think, John, that the cold call anxiety ends up translating into other areas of your life? That's a deep question but no, that's a really deep question, but I, I, I have to say, no, no, I take that back. I take that. That's, back. that's what I thought. <laughs> I take that back. There, there'll be times where I'm headed to the office and I just want to stop by the deli to get a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. Right. And you wouldn't for everyone listening, New York city is crazy. The deli outside the offices are packed. Everyone's getting coffee and breakfast before the office. Right. And sometimes you have to yell for your order. Sometimes I catch myself being shy to speak up. And I know that's going to transition to work as soon as I get to the office. So to immediately snap out of it, I have to yell for my order um, louder than I normally would. And maybe I, I'll, I may come across as foolish, but it works for me because I snapped out of it. Now, when I get to the office, I'm I'm on it. If 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 that's answering your question, that's something I'll I'll deal with at times. Okay, sounds good. I you know Does listen, I yeah, of course that makes sense. So my answer to that question is 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 yes. That yes, you know, does sometimes bring me anxiety. And it's the same kind of thing that you're talking about. Like I noticed little things and uh, that after I started doing this. I would get, uh, and it's, for me, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like kind of what we just spoke about. 
like if I'm going to call someone for a random thing, like, uh, like my uh, car auto repair uh, body shop, whatever, whatever it is, like I, I would feel the same sort of um, anxiety. Um, like, uh, do I sound good? What if I don't sound like great to this auto body shop? Um, what are people going to think of me if I don't sound so great? And then sometimes if that anxiety, if I don't deal with it, that anxiety will just trickle down a little bit right, right. In my personal life. And then I'm like, oh, you know, my, maybe my wife doesn't look uh, like the way that I look right now, or maybe my neighbors don't like me because, of, because of this. Right. Yeah. So it, it like, it can go down, like, you know, you, you end up going down the rabbit hole of anxiety. Um, and I've kind of noticed that it doesn't happen, you know, all the time, but you know, it happens that anxiety just can end up building up. And so that actually, you know, that leads me to the next question that I wanted to ask you. So really at the end of the day, everyone deals with this sort of anxiety when you're cold calling. Like, I don't care how successful you are or how, you know, talkative or outgoing you are, everyone or or how shy you are, everyone is going to deal with cold calling anxiety. And it, I think it does have an effect outside of, you know, work, which is, terrible it's not a good thing sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't for me sometimes it did yeah because i'm sorry don't don't lose what you're saying sometimes if you have an amazing day on the phone it translates to outside of work you're just on the entire time but go ahead yeah yeah absolutely so you know really at the end of the day it's about figuring out how you can just get past this because once you and i can tell you this really really confidently if you can overcome your anxiety for cold calling, and it's really, it's not that hard. Like, I think, I think what you and I spoke about earlier are two great ways to get past your cold calling anxiety. But, um, you know, really that that's will, will help you so much more than just like cold calling and sales. But with that being said, I just wanted to ask you uh, your opinion now. What, what is your number one advice, your best advice for getting rid of cold calling anxiety and just, for someone that's like brand new to sales, brand new to cold calling, and they're just struggling right now, they need a, a quick fix right now to just jump on the phone. They had the phone in front of them for the past 30 minutes, but they've been paralyzed to pick up the phone. What are you going to tell them right now to just get on the phone and just and just do it? One thing I did today, one thing I did today, um, I listened to uh, Navy sales cadences. <laughs> It made me feel tough. And I got on the phone. I marched my way to the phone afterwards. But no, um, well, that is something I actually do sometimes. If you're new and you just need to get rid of it, it's it's just, Dave, you tell me this a lot. John, just jump on the phone. John, come on, let's just go now. John, come on, let's just do it. John, what are you writing? <laughs> Why are you trying to perfect your pitch? Just come on. That is how you do it. You just do it. You just do it. But why? So if we go a little deeper than that, right? So that's the easy part, right? Just do it, right? That That's the easy part. We all know that's probably the solution, but like what actually will get you to just do it? Because for some people, myself included, right. Yeah, yeah. right? The anxiety is just so sometimes, like I said a little earlier, so debilitating that you can't just do it. You can't just go out and make the call. So what is like the thing that is going to make you just go out and do it? Um, you know, that that really is, I think, the million trillion dollar question for salespeople. It's just like the water is cold. 
and the water's cold. There's no hot water and you need to take a bath because you smell. You got it. You have to jump in the water. I don't think there's any other way. Maybe you have a brilliant answer. I think you just have to do it. You have to do it. And then once, you're, once you do it, okay, this isn't bad at all. I like this cold water. Okay. I'm always going to take a bath in cold water. That's my solution. What I think, think that's a great point, actually. I think that's a great point, but talking about jumping in cold water, because every damn pool or, or beach you jump into is, for the most part, going to be cold as hell. And as soon as you jump in, it's you, great. You're, talking, you're trying to talk everyone else to come in yeah. because of how good it feels. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the same situation. You it sucks. It's scary. You're you, you, you're anxious about jumping into the water because it's cold as hell. But the moment you do it, the moment you just jump in and do it, you're going to feel great. And in, in five seconds, 10 seconds, maybe it takes you a little longer for your body to warm up. Maybe you have some weird body chemistry, but wh- Dave, whatever. Yeah, I have a question for you. I'm ready. <laughs> And I know I'm, I'm assuming you have. I think everyone's done this. You're pitching, you're presenting. Either they gave you a question you didn't know the answer to, or you felt that you sounded so bad that in the middle of your presentation, you hung up your phone. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Uh, be yeah, I, I did that. I, I, I've done that. What happened? Why did you do it? Um, looking back at it, how do you prevent from not doing that ever again? Uh, so it's it happens. Yeah, I think I think uh, <laughs> so. I remember it's from this actually another story from the same company that where that guy told me I would never make it. Or not told me he told the manager. So yeah. anyways, so I remember I was on the phone with someone and he picked up. The guy was really excited. It was a prospect that I was trying to call to, to p- pitch my deal. And he picked up, it wasn't like late in, not late in the day. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon. And I was just tired. I, I didn't feel great. Like my, I didn't feel I had the energy. The guy picked up all excited. He was like, oh, hey, yeah, hello. How's it going? And uh, I actually just hung up the phone right then and there. Because <laughs> I, I just felt like, oh, I, don't, I don't have, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. And, and then so someone walking by, so someone walking by was like, Oh, Tom didn't pick up. He didn't pick up the phone because he heard like it, like the, the, the handsets are loud. Right. So the guy mm-hmm. heard and he just laughed at it. And um, so, yeah, I, I just thought thought of that. But uh, yeah, to answer your question. Um, yeah, I've done it and uh, it's a shitty thing to do. But listen, sometimes, like I said, when you're all right. So, John, um, have, since you asked, right. I'm, I'm assuming you've done the same. Yeah, I have. But you know what felt worse than hanging up? I still think about this. This happened a long time ago. This, In my opinion, this was worse than hanging up in the middle of any conversation because I, um, I was a punk. One time someone had said something to me. I forgot what they said. And I was sitting. I wasn't standing while I was pitching. I should have been standing. They had said something where I sunk into my chair, the most submissive looking thing, posture anyone can possibly have. My shoulders kind of went up. (laughs) My shoulders went up. My ears went down and I sunk into my chair. 
And as soon as that happened, I hung up the phone. I went to the bathroom, threw water on my face, went outside just for a walk. I had to snap out that zone. But Let that me was ask such- you this, John, yeah. uh, not to cut into your story. Do you think that was because of cold calling anxiety? Do you think it was because you were tired? What do you think it was? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't think it was anxiety. You're right. If you guys hear the uh, sirens in the back, in the background again, that's Manhattan for you. That goes on all day, every day. I, John, so I think... Um, and I hope the sirens and the ambulance and police get to where they need to be. <laughs> I think that actually, because I've done this too, like I said, and you know, I, I told myself it was because I didn't have the energy and I, I wasn't feeling great, but honestly, looking back at it now, now that we've had this conversation, I think it was, some of it had to do with anxiety. I really think so. I think we weren't, you know, uh, as excited about what we had, maybe the day dragged on, we didn't make a lot of sales. So things were mm-hmm. kind of, you know, getting into our heads and that we felt like we had to just, we had to hang up because we didn't have the energy because we weren't excited and we were anxious about selling because everyone said no to us right, or right. we didn't perform as well as we, or whatever, you know, we dealing with the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, all that. Definitely lack of excitement. If you're excited, you wouldn't you wouldn't have that posture. It just wouldn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, and you you wouldn't feel you know the 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 that means you wouldn't be feeling the anxiety of mm-hmm. cold calling. Mm-hmm. One th- one thing one thing I use to keep myself calm and get rid of anxiety is I pitch with these meta meditation beats, these mala beats in my hand. Do you have anything like that that you do? Just <sighs> something to um, remind you to keep calm while you're pitching. Like I, my, I'm sorry. I noticed that if I'm clenching on these beads, um, and and the noise is really loud, that means I'm way too tense, and I really need to relax. Is there anything that you do to keep you calm? Yeah. So that's a great question. I actually, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, but when I do, I what I what I like to do is, I like to think about my family. And I like to think about how far, like, like my, 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 you know, father or even my mom or my, 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 my sister, brother, basically what they did to get past their hard times and where they are now, you know, they've, they've been able to live a successful, happy life and they've dealt with anxiety as well. So I kind of look at, you know, how they were able to just overcome their troubles and their anxiety because really cold calling anxiety, like I said, very early on in in the podcast, it's really just anxiety. Cold calling is just something that's attached to it. And so everyone deals with anxiety. Everyone deals with the sort of stress and the sort of problem. And, but you overcome it, right? Yeah. That's the goal. The goal is to overcome it. Right. And so I like to look at them and what they've done, my friends, what you've done. I like to I like to look at what people have done to, you know, overcome bad situations and, and how they did it. And it gets, that, that really keeps me grounded. That's how your dopamines start to flow. You start to yeah. think of positive things. Yeah, basically. Sometimes, I don't have any material objects. Uh, not yet. Um, but like I said, I like to think of, you know, other people that have done things that dealt with shitty situations mm-hmm. and that kind of keeps me grounded. It keeps me, you know, puts things in perspective, puts, puts things definitely into perspective. Yep. 
or sometimes you may want to call a friend, someone who you know you're about to have some good jokes with, put you in a good mood. Sometimes you'll sometimes I'll call a client that I have a really good relationship with. And then anyone who's around listening, oh, Jonathan sounds amazing on the phone. Of course, that sound amazing. I'm very comfortable with this person I just called. I know I can say anything. They can say anything. And that leads into um, and that leads to what you just mentioned. You know, the dopamine's pouring out. Now you go into, you know, you're, you're cold calling with energy and excitement. So that actually is a great point that I forgot to talk about. If you actually have a book of business where you have clients that are happy with your work and happy with what you did, call them. Call them up first and say, hey, you know, I just wanted to check in and I hope everything's going great. I'm so happy that you love our service. If there's anything else I could do for you, please just let me know. If you have any referrals, whatever, call your clients and customers that are happy with you. If you're in this position, if not, you know, obviously you can't do this yet. But once you get there, yeah, once you get there, do this because it makes it so much easier. If you're feeling nervous about things, you know, it's a it's amazing and it's great to get a reminder of why you're actually good at your job and why you deserve to be exactly confident and not have anxiety about your cold calling. Exactly, exactly. Everyone listening, Dave, anything else you want to say? So, yeah. So check out uh, bigtimecloser.com. You'll get access to all of our courses, all of our articles, all of our recent podcast episodes. Subscribe to our mailing list, though. That's really important. So you can stay on top of everything we're doing, everything we're giving away for free. You'll have first access to it. So subscribe. Everyone, thanks again for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you took some valuable information from here. And we'll definitely, definitely catch you in the very next episode. Love you guys. Thanks for everything.